their own shit. And um, and I always show love and and um, and uh, I I want to be able to give more love out. You know what I mean? I I, I see so many people that we can connect to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that's people need a platform to just go to and promote their shit. Definitely. You know, especially black people. Yeah. No offense to white people. I love my white people. Shout out to Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like yeah, it's it's definitely needed. Like, mm-hmm. like I just see countless times where we support like Chinese restaurants, your local Chinese carryout, or we going to some fancy restaurant owned by no offense white people, but it's just a time and age where we need to support our own. We need to get more involved with our community. So that's another thing we're definitely going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to dig in right now because you brought it up, but we're going to continue yeah, yeah, with the intro. Yeah, let's go back to the music because yeah. um, I, I want to know this. Mm-hmm. What album or artist, whatever, like made you fall in love with like hip-hop? That's such a... That's, that's, a, that's a real... That's a real question. That's a real tough question right there. Um, what, I, what I can tell you... Um, what made me love hip hop is just how raw it is and how uh, organic it is. You know what I mean? Especially now, you could say, do what you feel. It's like one of the last themes of like the um, the First Amendment, right? right. <laughs> like there, you you can't really just go out and say what you fucking want to say all the damn time. You know what I mean? And that's that's a lost art. You know what I mean? So I mean, you got hip hop, you got um, stand up comedy, but outside of those two things, man, like you. Like, right now, everything is so fucking censored and filtered, you know what I mean? And it, it makes other people who are trying to come up and trying to make money, whatever, like, oh, I got to censor myself right. to, in order to promote myself or make money and stuff like that. And I, that's another thing why I fuck with podcasts, because people say to do what the fuck they want on here. It's, right. another, it's another outlet to, like, do what you want. Like, fuck NBC, ABC, you know, all that <laughs> shit. Fuck all y'all niggas, like, for real. Like, right. we're we going to do it ourselves. Cut the middleman out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um... I know I fuck with shit like that, because um, I, I was talking to you about this before, like, um, Joe Budden is, like, another inspiration of mine when it comes to podcasting, because I see him on other platforms, doing other shows and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Everyday Struggle, um, then he got the, what's the new jump, State of the Culture, but every single time I go back, it's like, bro, I like his podcast more than all that shit, because he's actually being himself, and... Yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's real, so... Um, yeah, that's why I fuck with with hip hop. What about you? Well, I wanted a different answer from you. But I don't care what you want. You got you asked me a question. No, I, I gave answer. you an answer. Well, all right, all right. This is my this is my answer. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, I never forget. We went to Walmart and Jesus Walk was playing on the radio. Mm-hmm. When I was young. Yeah. And my mom was already hip on it because she's a big fan of uh, Lower Hill. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. She heard about Kanye because she knew about that circle, like that conscious hip-hop, tablet poly and all that stuff. Right. So when he was at Walmart, she's like, I'm buying you the CD because I feel like Kanye, that's somebody you need to listen to. Because mm-hmm. back then, my mom, she let me listen to hip-hop, but it was certain artists she let me listen to. My dad let me listen to whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> then he put you out there like that, dad. If you watch it. He put you out there. <laughs> okay. But, um... Yeah, she was like, Kanye West, I feel like he's a new Lauren Hill yeah. at that time. She's mm-hmm. like, he's talking about stuff that we need to hear. Mm-hmm. So we went to Walmart, bought College Dropout, and 
I honestly felt like that album like changed my life in yeah. perspective. It made me feel like I could be myself because <clears throat> I'm from York, Pennsylvania originally. And um it's, York. Yeah. <laughs> York. Um, if you ever been there, like it's like any other hood for real. Um but I always went to like private school and my mom always kept me out of the streets and stuff. So I was kinda like the outcast when it comes to the hood. I lived in the hood but I never really hung out with the kids there or anything, so listening to Kanye and just seeing him being himself and talking about real life stuff that I cared about as well. Um, that changed my like perspective on life and uh, helped me just love hip hop even more because when I was younger, I just listened to like dance hip hop. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was a big fan. My dad was boy. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like Busta Rhymes and Ludacris, mm -hmm. like that more animated type rap. So mm -hmm. my dad told me that last week. He was like, you know, he wasn't really into like lyricists like that. Like he was yeah. like when them dance records, some hot hip records, whatever. So I was like, for real? He's like, yeah. So originally, I was into Busta Rhymes. Uh, LL Cool J, <laughs> okay. like people like that, but Kanye was like got me more involved in a deeper meaning to hip hop, and he makes he actually made me go back and listen to like people like Nas, mm -hmm. Jay Z, and all that stuff. Yeah, that's what brought me to hip hop. That's what made me love hip hop. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because um. It seemed like Kanye was that plug, you know, for mm -hmm. for our age group, you know. We're, Definitely for our age. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're, we're millennials, or whatever you want to put a timestamp on our age or whatever. Um, and what Kanye was able to do was introduce us to what the new wave of hip hop was going to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He was ahead of his time even back then. When you look at the timestamp of when College Dropout released, that was like '04. I think so. There was nothing sounding like College Dropout at the yes. time. Nobody was wearing no fucking It was fresh bags. and new. That's, right. that's another thing I appreciate about it. Yeah, and that's that's what hip-hop is, you know what I mean? Hip-hop hip is a statement, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be, you know, what everybody else is doing. And that's why so many people can gravitate towards it. Um, but, yeah, another thing about, about Kanye... Um, I remember the first album that I was allowed to buy because with my background... I come from a, a child like strict kind of household or whatever due to like what my, my dad's occupation was, my mom's occupation was. We ended up moving out of Largo and moved down to Waldorf. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, they, even though my dad would like listen to records like Public Enemy and mm -hmm. NWA, I'd be like, okay, yeah. You know, and that, that, was, that, that was his hip hop, you know, generation, stuff like that. But he still wouldn't like let me get my own shit, you know what? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, <clears throat> the first album that I ever bought on my own was Kanye West's Late Registration, right. the edited version. It's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I came in two years late before I bought my first album. You know, I was LimeWire heavy, though. You know, shout out to my FBI agent for not signing oh, I forgot it. about LimeWire. <laughs> Yo, if, if, oh, FBI great. agent, if you're listening right now, thank you for letting the boy live. You hear me? Like... <laughs> I should be behind the bars, okay? Right. Like, I, used I to, know so much music and videos. Man, what you, and you know, I used to get a plug for the CDs too. Like, I used to make CDs and playlists right. and shit like that. But yeah, anyway, shout shout out. Um, I, really, I used to download explicit videos. Okay, first of all, now I mean, 
Yeah, I'm just being real, bro. I was still downloading the edited version. Maybe that's why they couldn't find me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this boy, you know, he, he probably was singing in the choir or something. Right. You know what I mean? Let's leave him alone. So, um, yeah, late registration was the first album I ever bought myself. And what saved me and what was able, what was, um, what was the reason I was able to buy that album mm-hmm. is because of that Jesus Walks record. Right. You know what I mean? Without Kanye dropping Jesus Walks, you know, it would never have been put into my parents' ears or whatever because they think that all the new hip-hop is trash. They're like, right. we don't want to hear hear you listen to about bitches. Back then, it was like dance records and gangster yeah. hip-hop. Like, 50 Cent was on top yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. on fire. Yeah, so. Fucking it up, yeah. And I kind of relate to it. It's funny because, my bad to interrupt no, you, but yeah. I just remember being in school. And like I said, I went to, mm-hmm. like, private school. And all the white kids would be like on Fifty Cent, like hard, because right. it was something like they wish they could have been a part of. Right. But me, it's just like, I, like I said, I grew up in the hood and stuff. But I was an outsider. Cause I'm like, this guy's a fool. Like, don't get me wrong, I love. Like, I used to listen to Fifty Cent, but mm-hmm. I just really couldn't gravitate on like a deeper level. Right. And that just goes back to Kanye. It was just like, oh man, it's somebody like me. Yeah. That I can relate to. So. And then what that did was just open the floodgates. I yes. mean, from from Kanye, you get directly Kid Cudi, you get mm-hmm. Lupe Fiasco, right. you get Drake. You know what I mean? Without Kanye, you don't hear none of those people, and and beyond that. So, um, and we all know how major those artists and, and more artists are to this generation, um, and 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 to go forward. So, yeah, man, that that's that's it. You know, that's that's our intro. You know, for real, for real. Um, we gotta talk about 2019, man. Oh uh, yeah, what came out this 2019? We gotta talk about it. So, dang, what did come? I can't even remember. I remember Young Thug. Like I'm still on Young Thug. Mm-hmm. I'm still on Gunna. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still on that trap, like heavy. Like yeah, I think trap, trap is, so is where it's at right now. Yeah, like, trap is the wave. Um, definitely this year. It's been the wave for for a little while yeah, now. Let me um pull up. Yeah. So um, just for the sake of episode one, we're going to go back and, and review some of these albums that came out already. Oh, wow, bro. Are uh, you ready for this? Because I forgot about all these. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's either really good. That's actually a bad thing. Like, uh, Okay, so let me start with Revenge of the Dreamers. <laughs> all right. That's a pass for me. Yeah, I mean, all I'm going to say is that because it's cold, that's why we listen, right? That's, so, yeah. without cold, we're not listening to that. That that, that whole um, video that he did, though, the, how they came about the album was dope. I'll give him that. Oh. Um, they did, like, a little documentary. Um, oh, I love the yeah, that concept. Yeah, they made everybody, like, stay the for the week and just grind it out. Whoever had the hardest shit came out. I mean, that, that was a cool concept, but when it came to that album... I encourage everybody to watch that because I feel like a lot of people don't know the process of yeah. being in the studio. Yeah. And for artists and producers and everybody to come as a collective mm-hmm. and get things done, like, they would get things done in, like, a few hours or maybe the next day they'll spend a the night, but it's amazing to see, so. You know what my I favorite part of that documentary was? <laughs> that was? My favorite scene was when, um, I don't know who the artist was, but, like, one of his mans was there, you know, whatever you know, photographer, bodyguard, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They all came in there, and they saw J. Cole, and, you know, everybody was like, oh, shit, it's Cole. Hey, Cole, can I get a picture with you? Cole was like, 
I ain't going nowhere, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm not going nowhere. Like, like, I remember that. Let's, let's get to work. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, that's real. That's you know what I mean? But but he he's not being disrespectful. But right. he's like, we're here to do a job. You know what I mean? And we have uh, yeah, should be there all day. Like. Yeah, he's like, you like, ain't going nowhere, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's funny. Okay, the picture gonna get you a couple of hundred likes. Okay, that's cute. Right. You know what I mean? But let's get let's get this music popping. So yeah, that was just one highlight for me about that album. But in terms of the actual full album. Three songs on there. I'm not going to get into it. Like I don't. I haven't went back to it yet since it came out. So okay. that says a lot. Um, Port of Miami too. Fire. <laughs> Banger. That's It's a good genius. Is that top for you right now? Because I'm. I'm. It's a lot. Like uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, spend too much time. Okay, all right. So for right now, out, out of those two albums that you gave me, mm-hmm. yes, it's on top. Okay. <laughs> the two albums you gave me right now, Rick Ross, Port of Miami 2, is the hottest 2019 album until you can prove me otherwise. Okay. What else we got? Um, they put Yandy on here. That joint didn't come out. I don't know why that's not on there. They, um, the bootleg came out. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. My line wire days are over. It was good. Was it? For it to be, like, just a draft. Uh-huh. And not fully mix and master, like, it's better than a lot of niggas' albums already, so, okay. not kinda. Yeah. Um, two Chains, Rap or Go to the League. That album was so hard, dog. Like, that shit. I enjoyed it. It was underrated as a motherfucker, too. Like, that whole album, start to finish, was a banger. Um, what, when did that come out? Can you pull that up? Let's see. It seemed like. Came out last it was year. early. I feel like it was yeah. early this year, and um, um, came out March first. March first, yeah. It was it was early during the March Madness shit, yeah. So I mean, th- that album was definitely fire. I can't pinpoint a song that I fuck with off the album off off top of my head. Yeah, I can't remember any song. It's too far back. We just been we got so much music right. since March. It's, it's like, hard like, to digest everything. Like I don't remember songs, name songs like that. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Tyler the Creator. Mm-hmm. Igor. Igor, yeah. Igor was hard. Um, I like, it was very different. Like, I like the fact that he used, um, he used artists, like, in features and stuff like that as, like, instruments. Which, you know, Kanye is known for doing stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he made it apparent that on his album, you don't see any features on the album. But when you listen to it, he's like, damn, is that Uzi? Is that? Cuddy, is that? Cuddy, it, you know what I mean? It really made you listen to it in a different way. And um, I thought that was dope, but in terms of replay value, mm-hmm. I mean, he only had like probably like two or three songs. Earthquake was a was a, was a dope song. Uh, this album I heard, you have to go to the concert because it's like yeah. a theatrical experience. Okay. So it'll make a lot more sense when you're there and you're actually enjoying what he's performing each song. So... I can definitely see that because I'm not gonna lie. I love it, like as far as the freshness of it. Yeah, he's always creative in this process, but um, yeah, it's just something you definitely have to see. Have you seen the um, the the recent clip that went viral with him and his concert? <laughs> oh shit! All right, so <laughs> apparently he was like doing some like 
real acapella piano shit, like you oh. know, it was real quiet, whatever. And some some junk that was in the crowd was screaming, "It's my birthday! It's my birthday!" And he was like, <laughs> he was like, okay. So he got up and he got on his mic. He's like, "All right, we're gonna sing Happy Birthday to this to this bitch right here." <laughs> happy birthday, fuck you! And I was like, hey, young. He went ham on her ass, bro. Like straight embarrassed her. I'm shit. not surprised he did that. Just knowing Tyler's personality. Mm-hmm. And I can't fault him for that. Like, I would never do it. I think that's disrespectful. But knowing him and how he is, like, it was disrespectful for the girl in the audience to be yelling while he's performing. Like, right. this is his job at the end of the day. So right. I can see why he came off like that. So I mean, I I don't even feel like anybody's right or wrong with that. I feel like it's yeah. like a stalemate. You know what I mean? Like, she was wrong for interrupting his show. Oh, she was definitely wrong. And he was wrong because he's supposed to have a certain level of professionalism to deal with those kind of people. Right. But, you know what I mean? He's, you know. No, that's, his, that's Tyler. He's he an artist. He don't care, bro. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was funny. <laughs> what else we got? All right, let me skip through that. We're going to skip through. Young Thug, so much fun. That might be my top right now. That's the top? That's my top right now. It's, it's over Port of Miami, too? Yes. Why? You <laughs> need explanations. <laughs> Rick Ross, don't get me wrong, hip hop legend. Mm-hmm. He delivers Facts. every time. Yes, I I agree with you, start to finish. Mm-hmm. But it's a movie. For me, you gotta put some creativity and freshness into it. I can't stress that enough. And I feel like Port of Miami Two is just another series of his first one, and the and the other albums that he did. Like it's the same beats chosen. Not, don't get me wrong, like the beats, the production, everything is amazing, but mm-hmm. it's nothing new. It's not something like, for real, for real, it's not something I would really go back to. Like, I'm not on that. If I'm in the mood for it, I have to be in the mood for Rick Ross, especially with this album. Like, it's not something like I could go back to every day. So it's not, it doesn't stick out. Um, so much fun. I just enjoy the creativity. Like, it might die out right now. It's not dying out for me because, like I said, trap is what I'm on right now. Like, right. I like to feel good. And I like Young Thug's flow, and I like the way he comes across. I, I love the way he delivers on each song, like different flows, different aspects. I reiterate what I said. Um, knowing my cousin, he's young. Knowing the young crowd, like, they don't like pretty much, well, the majority of them don't really like lyrical rappers like that. They don't, they don't, no, listen, listen, listen. Like, they, it has to be more. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. Playboy Cardi or Lil Uzi. Mm-hmm. It's more of how you deliver mm-hmm. and what you say. It's more about the flow and your beats gotta speak loud too. So with Rick Ross album, it's the same beats like he's been doing previously. And not saying like, um, the beats are not good. It's just it's the same old Ross. He it's not nothing new. Like I to be honest, like I already knew what to expect. Port of Miami too. I already knew what kind of theme or what he was going to talk about. It's the same old thing. But cats like Young Thug, Gunner, play it's something new and fresh. It's the trap wave is just in right now. So I can see why he said it was born. So okay. I'm going to stop playing with my father like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he, 
not going to disrespect them, man, but... So, so, my opinion on that, right, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a problem. If, we, if we're if going so far away from lyrics and we just care about how things are said and not what is said, that's a problem. I feel like there should always be a good balance. No matter what. Now, if you're saying that, like, he just lacks creativity in general, and like his lyrics are there, but that's just where he's lacking. Okay, I got you on that. With me, this is Ross's tenth studio album, number ten. Okay, before this album dropped, I listened to all nine prior because mm-hmm. I wanted. I don't want to hear Port of Miami too. I don't want to hear another Port of Miami. You know what I mean? I want to hear something new as well, too. If I want to hear Port of Miami, I'm going to go back and listen to Port of Miami, which was fire. But I felt like it did have... It served as, like, a sequel. You know what I mean? Like, it still had some new freshness in it that... It was some hidden songs on there. There's some, yeah. some songs that's there. Right. Know. And he did his job. He also has a brilliant... Too. Like his ear to the streets and ear to music is dope. So he knew what people will fit in certain pockets. Like he got Summer Walker, which I feel like she is about to blow the fuck up. Summer Walker is real dope. Um, he's still he's still bringing like his team, Wale, Meek Mill, and then the first time we heard Gunplay in a minute, that oh, yeah. Gunplay track was lit. He went off. Yeah, yeah he went off. Yeah, he he went live for real, mo, and and so like I I feel like it had the right amount of freshness to be mm-hmm. to be hot. That's my opinion. But we still got to recap 2019, man. We still got. to. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's keep going. I have more to say on that, but we. Can oh, keep I mean, no. Let me go ahead. Go ahead. What else? Nah, nah. Let's, let's keep going. We're gonna, keep, we're gonna, we're gonna be on that for <laughs> All right, Juice World. Let's get over that. Hollywood bleeding by Post Malone. Alright, what I'm going to say about that, um, that might be on top right now. Because, okay, Post Malone, a lot of people are like, uh, Post Malone, is he really hip-hop, is he this or he's that, mm. he's too pop for me, blah, blah, blah. Hip-hop is pop now, like, shut that shit up. Um, Post Malone's music is kind of like, it's low-key mesmerizing a little bit. Like, I, It's something, he gives a little bit for everybody. He gives he gives you hip-hop, he gives you rock, he gives you country, he gives you pop. He gives you everything that you that you want. And to go back on this conversation that, that me and you had before the cameras were rolling, I didn't realize how big an artist Post Malone actually was um, on a national level. Because, you know, that's not somebody that I really normally go to listen to all the time. He's big, bro. He, I didn't He's realize... Okay, <laughs> just just to give if y'all if y'all not hip to give y'all how um, an example of how big Post Malone actually is um, and, and what he's doing. Um, Chad asked me, he was like, "Yo, you wanna uh, you wanna go to a concert, a Post Malone concert?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, I, I like going to see live shows and stuff like that." And we seen him at Rolling Loud. Yeah, and we seen him at Rolling Loud, and so we already know that he's a dope ass performer. Like he can perform his ass off. We saw him by accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was trying to go. We was trying to see Migos, but um, Migos. Yeah. Um. So, so you told me he's like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go see him." It's like, "All right, cool. Let's go see how much the tickets are." No lie. And y'all can check. If y'all want to lie right now, go check to see how much Post Malone tickets are right now. <laughs> Capital One Arena, Nosebleed, 400, Section 400. Mm-hmm. 
$150 for nosebleed. Okay? I've seen Chris Brown, for, like, <laughs> I've seen Chris Brown, you know, uh, on uh, the bottom row or whatever, like, uh, four seats. You know why, though? No, I don't know why. Because Chris Brown, <laughs> Chris no, Brown no, no, is a fucking legend. Can I break it down for you? And you go agree with me on this one. Okay. I'll try not to, but I'm still baffled. He's white. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit! I got love for my white people. <laughs> Shout out to the certified cookout. Yeah, it's um, a certified cookout. <laughs> Your plates are still ready. Uh, right. We got a comment. What's up? What's up? Comment. Listen, there's hip hop and then there's rap. There's a slight boundary line uh, between them. Someone said like K. Dot J. Cole, hip hop, Little Wayne, and Young Thug rap. I disagree. Who? Who? Who's that? Um, this is rock and roll. Rock and roll. We appreciate your comment. I disagree. Um, rock and roll. Damn. Jeez. <laughs> but Go ahead. I forgot what I was about to say. What was he talking? Oh yeah. I was gonna, no, I was gonna break it down with Post Malone. Okay. Why he so big? Number one, he's white. Number two, um, I think what hip hop today mm -hmm. images everything. Okay. Your style, everything has to come across. It's just not lyric or how good you are no more. Everything has to come like I'm in the brand and I'm in the fashion and all that. So mm -hmm. when you have this certain image that you portray, it's like if you look at Post Malone's career, like when he came out with White Iverson, like you would have thought he was like the hood white dude from mm -hmm. any other neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, they used to call him Langsters or something like that. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> but um, he changed his image and it's more like a rock star type look. Mm -hmm. And he drinks Bud Light and he's like white trash. <laughs> Like, for real, like, that's his image, and then the music kind of portrays that. Like, yeah. even the music is good, so. White people eat that up, and white people support more than black people do. It's, that's this reality, like, white people are the one paying for the concert tickets. Yeah. White people are paying for the albums. Facts. That's just how it is, so that's why Post Malone is, like, up there, bro. I'm okay. not shocked. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that, and, and just to piggyback on that, we go to a lot of shows. Um, we've been to every roll allowed for the past three years or so. Um, you know, I've been to Firefly, I've been to, I've been to some other shit. Um, most, most concerts that come through, uh, DC and Baltimore, I normally go to. We just came back from the Meek Mill Future Jones, like I said, on the Chris Brown show. So we, we go to a lot of fucking, um, live shows. And one thing that I noticed when I go to these live shows is who's attending these live shows. And it's, majority it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, but I, I, feel, I see a slow incline on more of us showing up, though, um, compared to, like, way back way back then. So that is true. Um, we got, you know, like I said, I put my LimeWire days behind me. I buy music. <laughs> Job, like, I got Apple Music, so. Kinda, yeah, thank God for streaming. Yeah, yeah, like, the streaming really changed the game, so. Let's get back to um, the mm -hmm. question. Why do you disagree? Right. Uh, you want to go first, or you want? To go? Um. Well, what he's saying. Do you agree with that? With hip hop and rap being different. There's um, a difference. I definitely feel like he has a point there. Um. I feel like rap, like rap, is a, a verb. Like rap is actually what you're doing. You know what I mean? Hip hop, I feel like is is the genre. It's a style. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And if you want to put people in a separate box, um, you can. Like I, I see what he's getting. Like he wants to say, Kendrick Cole and. And people like Drake should be on the hip hop level. 
And then people who are doing more trap, like trap music and stuff like that, belong in a different category because the music, the style, the audience is different. Um, but it's almost blended in a way where you can't tell. Like, I feel like music is kind of evolving mm -hmm. to a way now that the genre really doesn't matter so much. There's so many collaboration efforts going between different music genres. Like, okay. Nelly and, and Tim McGraw or Toby, who, whatever, whatever the white man name was, they did the country music over and over again. You, you remember the song over and over again, right? Yeah. That came out. That song, you couldn't tell if it was country or R&B or hip hop. It was music. You know what I mean? And um, I love it. Yeah, it's dope. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, we, we're so trying to rush to put people in the box. The, the, the little Nas X kid, you know what I mean? He, his song was a country song. You know, that's what he wanted it to be. And they were like, nah, it's not country. Mm. So he was like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> and then he got, he got Hannah Montana's dad. And Hannah Montana's dad hopped on the song. And was like, we, this kid said it's country. It's country to me. Mm. How, how country am I? They said that's the biggest song ever. Yeah, I mean, he, mm. he rolled the number one charts longer than anybody. time, that's... That was huge, man. And, and he pulled he pulled a real good chess move, right? Because as soon as his song started dying down, gay card. Oh, <laughs> they're like, oh shit, this nigga's gay. <laughs> so that made him trending again. You know what I mean? That that made him popular again. I think he rolled the chart for like another two or three weeks. You know what I mean? Just off of that. You know what I mean? So I, he he was smart. give a fuck what he said like it was very convenient you know what i mean and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that you know what i mean do what you need to do to get your check you know you're going to be in history you're you're now in the music history but for having the longest number one record that was in your mind everybody was telling you this shit you're not going to sit here and tell me that you didn't go to sleep thinking about is, is drake going to knock me off tonight is rihanna dropping an album like you know what i mean like I, that goes on in their ear you know what i mean because that's all that's this is their career. This is what they wake up, breathe, doing. You know what I mean? I agree with you. I don't think I need to tackle on that. I think you said everything perfectly. Thank you, sir. Yeah, the only thing I would point out is hip-hop over these years, like, even from the beginning, they always said, like, that ain't hip-hop. I just look at, like, N.W.A. No, all that cussing and violence, that's not hip-hop. So they've been saying this over the course of time. So you mm -hmm. really can't, like going back to what Imani was saying, you can't categorize it. It's an art. Yeah. Hip-hop is art at the end of the day. Facts. So the way you express yourself, it's all hip-hop and rap. Right. So. Yeah, you can't put hip-hop in a box. Yeah. Uh, let me keep going. Um, we had some OGs that dropped some little brother. I don't know if you were saying Saying, um, we got two OGs that dropped albums. Uh, Little Brother, I don't know if y'all familiar with them. They're from North Carolina. Shout out to Miss America's Toes on the line. <laughs> 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 All right, um, you know, you know about Little Brother? They like 
I think there was more. Oh, little brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was, he was like low key in the underground scene, like when Kanye yeah. was coming early. Yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, they from the. Um, it's two guys. They from North Carolina. Um, okay. I feel like J Cole got that a lot of influence from them. Um, Common dropped the album. I don't know if you knew about that. Was, I didn't listen to it. I didn't have the time. I no. like. <laughs> no, I go ask the comment. Shout out the comment. All right, that joint put me to sleep. Full boy. disclosure. Like, look, we we know when people are hot. Whatever. We we respect the legends and all that good yes, stuff. Comments a legend. But if your album is not fire, if that shit's not on top. Mm-hmm. It's not on top. Like we're you're not we're not gonna make any excuses. And nobody so. really heard about it. And Common, yeah. I think Common, um, right now in his career, he's okay with not being the spotlight no more. Yeah, he's just doing it for the love. He he's falling back. He's in, he's in some other pockets. Yeah. You know, he's in that movie pocket. He's in a, right. like the media politic pocket. Yeah. So he he you know his focus is not a hundred percent into right. the music right now. But he still loves it because I seen yeah. a random video. I think he's in New Orleans and some guy was rapping with a. Um, with a band. Yeah. And Common went up to him. He's like, man, I love what you're doing. And he started rapping with him. Right. Just freestyling. That's that's love. Like, I respect artists like that that still got love for the game to be mm-hmm. able to do that. So, all right, let's move forward. Um, I see Denzel Curry drop the album, but I didn't listen to it. So, I am going to check that out because he's yeah, dope. We, got, yeah, we, we seen him at Rolling Loud, so... Some some people and you gotta be careful. He got bars. Or, he got bars, but he's also one of those people that could perform his ass off in person. Yeah, like um, I enjoyed it. And he was one of the first um, performers that rolled out. Like mm-hmm. he was one of the openers. Yeah, because it was in Miami. You know, he's a Miami kid. You know, what I mean, he he mm-hmm. he brought the locals out. You know, what I mean? he brought the whole local marching band out. Yeah, he brought the whole high school out. You know, what I mean, showing showing love back to uh, Dade County and shit. That that was fire, man. Shout out to Denzel Curry. Yeah, that shit was fire. Schoolboy Q, I forgot about that joint. That joint was fire. I liked it. Don't lie to the camera like that. Like, <laughs> that joint was fire. And if everybody that knows me and my taste on music knows Top Dog is my niggas. Like, yes. I fuck with Top Dog hard. Um, How many times you listen to this? Probably maybe once. Once and a half. That's why. <laughs> like, That's why. Okay, but this is the thing. Okay. Alright. I'm about to contradict myself. But... When I first listened to an album, I wanted to grab me. I wanted to uh, be like, uh, I wanted to hear it again. But I'm going to contradict yeah, it's myself. Not like those albums. It's not, yeah. and I'm going to contradict myself right now because I remember when "To Pimp a Butterfly" came out. Mm-hmm. I was coming from Pennsylvania from some some move that we was out out, out there, and his album leaked. I remember oh, this. Wow. His album leaked. Um, I had to drive all the way home, and I was like, "All right, Kendrick Jones, out. perfect time to hear it in the car. I'm about to listen to it. Can't wait." I was bruh, what? I was like he was yeah. That's his favorite artist by the way. So I was like, oh yeah, this jump about to be fire. So I go ahead and put that joint in, I'm like, every nigga's a star. Um, okay. These walls can talk. Um (laughs) It's not doing it for me, Kendrick. Like, you know, I'm I'm getting fresh you're fresh off a good kid, Mad City, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And it was such a left turn. My ears weren't ready to hear that. But now, going back, that is my favorite Kendrick album. Like, those were one of the, that's one of those albums that just grows with you. Like, I can play it, I just played it yesterday from start to finish. I'm like, yo, like, this joint, this joint, I hear something new in it every listen. Like, this shit is crazy. It's ahead of its time. It's but, perfect to yeah. me. <laughs> but, to, but to go back to what you said with Crash Talk, 
It wasn't. It wasn't there for me, man. It wasn't there. I don't know what it was, but I wasn't feeling it. All right, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like that. I want to put it on my top though. I think so far right now, Post Malone's on my top. Post Malone's top for me, for me too. Um, so we got the reason. Well, uh-huh. we already went past. It? Okay, so just just to give you all a reason, the reason why Post Malone is on top is because this man was able to drop an album after being asleep for like a year or so, whatever. And it just it just has such a huge replay value. You could play it from start to finish and replay it and not be tired of the music. Like Sunflower is on there, and I think with Sunflower, like that joke came out yesterday. Like. That joke came out last year for the Spider-Man movie, and that joke oh, still yeah. jive smooth. Oh. Um, the Circle song, like, that's my favorite um, song on there Charlie. right now, Circles. Um, What's the one with um, Charlie Scott? The uh, Ozzy and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. yeah, it's that rock feel. That shit was dope. That's, um, that's my favorite song. Yeah, those, if y'all want to listen to Post Malone and figure out why we think it's and hot. Travis Body, that Travis did body that shit. <laughs> Travis did body that shit. He got Meek on the album too. Like the whole album is 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 straight fire. So, but before y'all jump on it, like ah, it's Post Malone. Nah, the nigga's hot right now. He's selling out arenas and making niggas pay hundred and fifty dollars for fucking nosebleed seats. I will not be in attendance, but <laughs> uh, respect to you that you could do it. Because Chris Brown can't do it. Um, the Weeknd can't do it. Um, Drake couldn't Wait, do it. The Weeknd. Yeah, I've been to the Weekend concert at Capital One. I've been to Drake's concert. Oh, that's, that's surprising. One. I've been to Travis concert. Those tickets don't cost a hundred, a hundred and fifty dollars, niggas. <laughs> like a hundred and fifty dollars for Section Four Hundred. You can't see shit up there. Right. You can see the banners, you know, up top. That's that's it. But you, you right. all you gonna see is a white speck down there. <laughs> He's like, there you go. Yeah, I can never <laughs> go to the concert and be sitting up there. Right? There's no point of paying for a ticket if you're going to sit all the way up there. That's just me, personally. But that's because we love concerts, though. We love loud music. Yeah, I, I can hear the difference from being all the way at 400 to being at club level when we did that one Kanye concert, oh, right. to being at 200 level, to being at the floor. I've been I, I've been concerts from, from one to four. Mm-hmm. And I will never buy another concert ticket at Capital One unless I'm 200 level. Like that's the sound quality is different. That's the vibe. The vibe is different. The vibe is yeah. Um, it's all about the vibe. Yeah. For me. Um, we got Drake care package. YG for real, for real. You just want to skip over Drake like that? <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna breeze by Drake? <laughs> like yeah, Drake dropped something. You know, it was cool. Yeah, Drake, was, Drake was great. Elaborate, sir. Because he released his old songs that never really got. Put on a project or whatever so it's like i feel like a kid going back in high school again like uh reminiscing on what i was doing back then mm-hmm. when i was listening to it. and all these songs that's on this project care package is every song i used to listen to back in high school so yeah. it's great and this project you put out is better than most niggas albums that's out right now that says a lot like that just means you you, you that nigga, like you on top. So Drake is, Drake is the homie. Like Drake's a smart motherfucker, and, and the reason why Drake, um, I say that is because he knows how to dibble and dab in markets, and before other people really capitalize on him, and he knows his power. And what I, the reason why I say that is because nostalgia is a motherfucker. Okay, like pe- like you said, people can go back. It's like, oh yeah, I remember all that. That was my shit, and they'll buy all that T-shirt. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Just because, it, like, it reminds them of, like you said, that time, um, you know, and, and they, if they want to be reminded about something at that time, they'll go to something like that. With Care Package... That just shows how much of a G Drake is. Like he's just like, you know, I, I gave y'all Scorpion. You know, I did some numbers. You know, I kind of fucked the charts up and everything. But uh, here, and you know, and that joint went straight to number one. And um, like you said, it brought back memories uh, for everybody. I mean, everybody knows one of those songs, even though it wasn't on an album, even though there wasn't a video for it. My favorite Drake song. I don't even think I ever said this before because I, I never used to always like Drake or whatever. But my favorite Drake song of all time is 5 a.m. in Toronto. Okay. That shit <laughs> is hard. I what the fuck? I heard that, bro. I was like, yo, this shit, like, he got he got balls for days. The shit, the shit flows to this day. You know what I mean? If you ever heard 5 a.m. in Toronto, I don't know what you're doing. Like, go, go, go. After this podcast, go, go listen to that. It's on fire. I think it's innovative what he did too, because mm-hmm. it's like a lot of guys that get older, like the old OG artists, mm-hmm. they'll re they'll re release like their songs, like remix it, like you know what songs like you know them. Um, they used to promote them on uh, TV, the back back at it now type albums. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No. It, okay. Well, it's it's like on, on TV. Um, it was usually it's called Back at Now. Y'all probably heard of it, but it's like. Older artists will re-release their songs mm-hmm. from back in, like, their hit songs. Oh, okay, yeah, but I see what you're Drake, saying. Yeah, but with yeah. Drake, it's just, like, he did it in a new way. Like, it's like, man, this this is stuff I already dropped, you know what I'm saying? He didn't remix it or nothing. Right. Like, it was stuff on his mixtape. Right. I'm going to make it into an album. And I think it's going to give a lot of artists ideas of doing that. I think we're going to see more and more artists doing that. That's that's how I feel. Could you imagine when Drake retires? Right. And he comes out with that album? Like, I think Kanye going to do it eventually, too. There's going to be a lot of artists going to Yeah, that I mean, that, like that, that, they definitely earned that right to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, okay, YG, For Real, For Real. Fire. Yeah, it was cool. It was fire. The Wizard, Future. No. <laughs> no. A lot of people disagree. You know, I don't like, care what they say. Yeah, I don't. That wasn't. Wizard's cool, but Wizard's not. Cool. It was definitely wasn't his best. Kid Cudi's Wizard was cool. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just don't have nothing to say about that future album. Like future, I don't know what it is. It's just not. If you want to talk about lack of creativity and and it was the like same. That, it's I don't hear no new shit from Future, bro. Like that shit is. No. His, his Just with that bullshit. It's like the beehive. But anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, DJ Khaled. On the mm. side. It had a moment. It, it had a strong moment. Like, if we was to start this podcast the week after that came out, we probably would say it's a top album. Cause he, Not for me. I wasn't feeling it for Nice. It have, bro, like, that, that jump has all radio records. That, that sounds like... You just put on 93.9. That's, that's probably why play. I don't like it. Okay. It's too, it's too um, for the radio for me. But that's, are, just, that's just me personally, though. There's an audience for that, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for the for the people who still listen to radio and stuff like that, and they want to hear the same song over and over again, that's your shit. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely listen to that. That's you. Um, Rap City Eve. I heard that was fire. Rap What's City good? is so underrated. You, you listen to it? Yes, what and you if you love hip hop, you're gonna like this. Um, 
Does she got any features on there? Like any noticeable people? She do, but I just don't remember. Because I haven't went back to it. I don't know if y'all are like this, but whenever a new album drops, like, no matter who the artist is, I want to know who's on there. Like, I want to know who they was able to grab, you know, the kind of spice they, their album up a little bit. But Let's keep going. Lost Boy, YBN Corday. Shout out to YBN Corday. From, uh, Suitland, right? Suitland, Maryland. Suitland, Temple Hills. Waldorf. It was good. <laughs> I would say this, though. I'm not going to talk about it too, too long, but um, he needs his own um, his own style. I feel like, listen, listen, listen. You got you got to agree with me. Like, I heard a little bit of J. Cole. I heard a little bit of Drake. I heard a little bit of Kendrick. And at this close of the show, he hasn't really found himself yet. No. But it's okay because he's young. No, okay. I, this he's, is why a young, this, he's a young boy. This is why I'm going to um, disagree with you on that. Okay. When you hear J. Cole, do you hear Nas? When you hear Kendrick, do you hear Pac? No, not really. What? I hear, like, it's different. Like, his production and the way he delivers and stuff, it comes off as J. Cole. J. Cole, you can, you can tell what a J. Cole record is when you listen to J. Cole. You can tell when Kendrick record. But with IBM Cordae, if somebody didn't listen to him, they'd be like, oh, that sounds like listening. They wouldn't even know. But I feel like that comes with just status, though. Like status and time, like the reason why we think that about Cole is because, because of Cole's popularity and kind of Cole solidified himself as that artist and Kendrick solidified himself as that. But um, and then they also more spread apart. YBN Corday does sound and their sound is different. The sound is like everything, and his sound mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't separate from them. Um, I I fuck with it. I thought it had its own unique flavor um, and sound to it. Um, but but still so far like I'm still going back to like the only albums that really stuck out to me right now is still Quarter Miami 2 and, and Post Malone's album those are the ones that I can still go back and want to hear again you know the YBN Cordae was cool it was a moment but I don't hear the replay value in that album right now you know why? because <laughs> of that sound bruh <laughs> it's the same thing okay he needs something that's that's gonna fit him that's that's my only critique for YBM Corday, but <clears throat> kids talented, you got bars. Um, the baby, baby on baby. All right. Great rollout. This was his year. Strong. Definitely Strong. his year. Um, everybody want the baby feature. Okay, so is it the oh. now? We're, okay. He is hot right now. Yeah, he's, he's a hot. He's hot. hot. He's the hot. One of the hottest right now. I want to say the hottest. But we're talking about albums. Right? Right. Baby on Baby was what? Peace. The only song I know on Baby on Baby is Should and Babysitter. <laughs> Tell me another song on that album without looking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, <I'm> bitch. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's the whole thing about this show, y'all. So, like, Baby can be the hottest artist out right now. But if we're going to critique you on your album, you know what I mean? That's, that's what we're here to do. You know what I mean? Who has the top album? You know, but is he top artist like hot wise? He could be top shit. You know what I mean? That yeah. he could be he definitely could be part of that. But I wanna know who got the hottest album. Album, right. Alright, let's continue. Um Chance the Big Day. Too long. <laughs> that was a long ass album. Disappointing. If he if he would have cut <laughs> seven songs. If he would have just took seven songs out of there. 
I think that album will be probably the number one album I'll so still right now. I love my wife. I love my kids. And, you know, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. No, bro. there's nothing wrong with like, See, you try to put hip-hop in a box that all these niggas, you know, got baby mothers no, and paying you know child support and they mad about it. I listen to Christian <laughs> hip-hop, so that says a lot. <laughs> I listen to different stuff. It ain't that. Mm-hmm. It's just... <laughs> it wasn't... That wasn't it, Chance. Like, I was disappointed. That Nicki album was fire. That not the Nicki album, the Nicki feature that he had on there. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought she killed that shit. She definitely killed that shit. And the Mega Stallion. The the women really came hard this year too. We gonna we gonna talk about it. Shout out to the women up. this year, man. Yeah, y'all they, doing it. I'm rooting for the women. I I really wish that whole Nicki and Cardi beef never really uh popped the way that it did. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna say this in the podcast. I I find myself listening to more women. Hip hop artist now. Yeah. Like, I could really put on uh, <laughs> Meg the Stallion. And I'm a straight mm-hmm. male, by the way. Like, I love listening to Meg. Like, she's dope. So, would you say she's your favorite artist this year? Mm-hmm. Or she's just up there? She's up there. She's like on the hill, but not on top of it yet? Yeah, she's <laughs> on top of it yet. Um, comments. Comment. What about YG? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we skipped over that. YG, I fuck with YG hard. Um, this last album was really different. Um, like, Hard Bottles, No Socks, right? Um, it was. It didn't do it for me all the way. Like, it was something about YG's album. It was, like, missing something. You know what I mean? It, it was missing something. And I feel like an artist always knows when they're missing something, too, when you mm-hmm. see them live and perform. I've seen YG twice, maybe three times this year. Mm-hmm. Um, perform live, and when he performing, he's performing his old shit, you know, still Brazy, you know, uh, My Brazy Life and stuff like that. Not so much the shit off of this album. Hold on, let's see what's on here. Go Loco. Oh, I've been to that. that it's a vibe, it's cool or whatever, but like, that was such a different sound. I like it for what it is, I but I have to be in a mood to listen to it. His intro is hard, um, the white bottom, no socks jump, that jump is hard, but yeah, that might be the only song. Like, I feel like I heard "Do Not." This, I heard this album. I just don't remember. It's not memorable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that I want to go back and listen to it again. Now, if YG is coming to my city, uh, I'm going to watch him perform. Stop snitching was a big one. Oh yeah, that joint was hard. Yeah, that one was. Everybody was on that. Um, <laughs> yo, if y'all <laughs> if y'all seen YG live, you know when he performed this song, he got the Takashi Six Nine. Uh, st- stop snitching. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit's funny. That was hilarious. Snitch, nigga, bitch, but, yeah, nigga, I thought it was snitch, good when I listened to it, but I never went back to it, so I had to get back to you on that. Tony O'Wayside. Tony O'Wayside. He, he's yeah, one of yeah. my favorite artists, but it's not a go-to album for me. Exactly. But, I, I agree with that statement. Like, he's definitely, like, up there for me, like, one of my favorite artists that are, that are active, but that, that album didn't do it for me either. All right, we just, we got to skim through this now. Okay. So we can move on, but... <clears throat> I'm gonna just name them and then you can pick which one. Um, Gunner, Drip or Drip Down 2, Quality Control, um, Make the Stallion oh, Fever. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, wait, wait. I was just gonna skim through it because, no. Okay. We in an hour now. So. Okay, so we, I mean, alright, so we got. Okay, what I'm gonna say about those three albums you just said, I heard Quality Control Live, 
<laughs> Shout out to Quality Control Live. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tune into Antonio Wayside. Sponsor at, us, please. At 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You know that's that's our commercial plug right there. That's, <laughs> um, oh, <it's> a- <laughs> <laughs> but the Quality Control Street Volume Two. Mm-hmm. Um, that album was really the fuck hard. And and for me, I normally have to be in a certain mood to listen to trap music. I have to be like on my way to a club. I gotta be like about to be doing something that's lit or whatever for me to listen to it. It's like not my normal go-to shit. But this album, I don't know how they squeeze 36 songs with all these different artists and it's a cohesive good album from start to finish. And I could shuffle it and still get the same. Vibe. Exactly. That intro is hard. Mm-hmm. That intro was so hard, and I and I like. But Yachty on it. Oh my, okay, it. <laughs> so I was never I was never that big of a little Yachty, but little Yachty this year has been big, it, big been flex. Me. Big been, flex. Right? He, like, oh, you but just bought a house. That's cute. Look at my watch. Man, that, that shit was, was hard. hard. <laughs> that was hard, bro. That shit was hard, bro. Yeah. All right, I fuck with that. All right, you said make the sound. Yeah, great rollout. Another great rollout, just like Baby. She had an amazing year, so yeah. not going to tackle on that too much. Made yeah. with Fire. Made album with fire. fire. I liked it. Um, not on top, though. Not the top album. Nah. I don't know why they got a little Uzi, Eternal Awake. That ain't even come out yet. Um, that's pretty much it. You said you didn't listen to um, Mustard album. No, I didn't. DJ Mustard. Yeah, he changed his name to just, it's just Mustard now, so we have to say Mustard, not DJ Mustard. I'm going to call him DJ Mustard. <laughs> You're a DJ, and I'm calling you DJ so Mustard. So you're going to call him Lil Bow Wow Bow Wow? I'm calling him Lil Bow Wow. You just don't know. <laughs> Lil Bow Wow, he's still acting like a, a little... Did you say you just don't know? <laughs> <laughs> like, a Lil Bow Wow, you just don't know. Hey, yo. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you funny for that. <laughs> So yeah. that's, is that it for the 2019? No. I mean, it's, it's... You tried to do it again. You tried to do it again. Before what? we go into it, we got a comment? One minute. To what? Have to start to laugh again. Okay. All right. Um, so let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. And we're going to end um, our podcast with our top of the hill and top businesses um, and top inspo. Um, and we're gonna close it out. We went in for a long time. Right? <laughs> um, we're on part two of Top Hill. Welcome back. If y'all was already tuning in, um, yeah. <laughs> we gotta we gotta close this shit out, man. We uh, we already spent uh, about an hour on the first half. Um, we got a few little segments to go over with you guys, um, but just to close up the recap, um, I think the only albums left that we need to discuss is. Um, offsets, uh, Follower Four. We have Logics, Confessions of Danger, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, and then Chris is here. Yeah. So, briefly, Chad, between those three, did any of those albums stick out to you at any point or whatever? Chris is here. Yeah. And um, man, people be sleeping on Crit. He's um. For those of you that don't know, in my opinion, he should be up there with Kendrick, Cole, Wale, like in that category of backpack rappers. He's just, he delivers every time. Like lyrics, bars, production. He has his own style. Uh, where's he from? 
Louisiana. I know your country. No, no, Mississippi. 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 His voice stands out. Like, everything about Chris is great. Um, yeah, man. Like, that's all I got to say. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't really remember. But I remember when I did listen to it, I, I enjoyed it. I went back to it a few times. So. Well, let me, I'm definitely going to go back to it again. Yeah, let me just refresh your memory. If you haven't listened to Chris here, just press play on the first track. That Chris here is fire. That shit, that shit grabs you like, it doesn't even just grab you, it takes you by the neck, like, nigga, you listen to this shit, you don't fucking like it. That beat is fucking hard, the lyrics are hard, like, it's an unforgettable trap. Um, like, that shit just make you just want to go, go wild on that shit. So shout out to Crit, Chris album was dope. Um, if Rick Ross didn't come out this year, and if uh, Post Malone's album... Um, did it come out, then you will be there. But I will put him number three. But we don't care about number three. This is Top of the Hill, so we want to talk about top shit. Facts. All right, so, and real quick, um, I got to talk real briefly about Logic, because... That's his man. No, Logic, <laughs> no. You disappointed me, nigga. I'm talking to your nigga side, the right side. Okay. <laughs> the right side. <laughs> you, <laughs> I ain't surprised, bro. No, I am surprised, because, okay... For people who don't know, Logic is from the area. He's from Gaithersburg, Maryland. Uh, what do you want to consider Montgomery Man, County? Sorry, no. <laughs> Montgomery County, Maryland, that touches Washington, D.C. Huh? Anyway, um, Logic's albums have, have proved to be remarkable. And he, he's done it. He kind of came out mainstream before actually coming back and respecting the hometown. And we're going to talk about that in a whole other episode because we could talk for five hours about that. Mm-hmm. D.C. support shit. Um, which we had no clue what that is. But um, Logic's albums previously were dope. The Incredible True Story was, to me, a classic. Um, if you enjoy Kid Cudi Incredible and Kanye... Incredible True Story is probably his best project. Which one? Which one? Um, Incredible True Story. Yeah, that's I agree. The yeah. Space. yeah, the space theme. Like, that's, his, that's his best project. That, in my opinion, that's If y'all want to go listen to Logic, I would... That would be a really good album to start with. Yeah. Um, his Mixtape of Fire, Young Sinatra 4, which is dope. Um, and, and all of that. So, anyway, moving on. That was a 2019 recap. Um, that was extremely long, but, you know, this this is the premiere. This is this is episode I didn't one. know that many albums. Well, no, I, I take that back. There's so much music that comes out. We got a lot of shit. We yeah, got a lot a of shit lot. this year. So, so, now, back to our, you know, regular scheduled programming. We're going to talk about Top of the Hill. Now, this week was really fucking exciting. I'm not going to lie. Like, when it comes down to hip hop, there's so much shit that that actually happened and that that came that came out and um, yeah. You want to explain the concept to them for the new people that sure the yeah for the people who are just tuning in. Um, top Hill is a podcast based on who has the top album out um, right now. So every week we're going to discuss the top album. Um, so right now, I think we both come to an agreement that Post Malone has the top he's album. He's on top right now. He's top he's, of the hill. He's top hill right now. Like his album, Hollywood Bleeding, is what everybody is listening to on a national basis. And from concert tickets and singles and all that shit, he's the hot shit right now. All but, that matters. All that matters. Mm-hmm. But every week, a new artist comes into play. Uh, whether it's an underground artist or a well-known artist, doesn't matter. We're going to review that person's music and see, can they knock off Top Hill? Um, so that's that. Then after we talk about that, we're going to talk about Top Shit. Mm-hmm. And um, Top Shit is going to be, you know, what's trending right now, trending topics, um, culture, fashion, this guy. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> movies, tech, um, cars. Good guy. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna talk about all that kind of stuff too. Um, and top shit. And then uh, what else we got, bro? Um, oh yeah, top businesses. Yeah, top top businesses. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about uh, mainly black owned businesses, but um, yeah, top black businesses, with the exception of the cookout certified businesses. All right. All right. If you know what a cookout certified person is then you're good. If you don't know what cookout certified means, you're not invited. <laughs> so don't even worry about it. You know what I mean? If if me, myself, or Chad decides to sponsor your cookout tray, then <laughs> <laughs> you are more than welcome to, to come here. And um, by 2020, um, by probably our first podcast in 2020, I think we want to start getting some actual guests here. Um, every episode, we're going to shoot to have a guest. So whether you are a, a music artist, um, if you are an entrepreneur, you own your own business, uh, we want you to come over here and tell us your story. Uh, what made you start the business? Why you love it? What's your process? Um, and then, you know, get your, get some promo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the episodes that we don't have, um, I guess, we will, me and Chad will both pick our own uh, black-owned business or uh, cookout certified business to, um, to promote. Um, so you're going to hear a lot about some new shit that you probably need to hear about, uh, if you didn't know already. Right. Yeah. And then another thing we're going to tackle probably at the, at the end of each podcast, we're probably going to uh, list our inspo mm-hmm. for the week, basically our inspirations. It could be anything, uh, the food that we eat or what we watch on TV or what we listen to, anything that inspires you really. Yeah. So I think that's a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get in the top of the hill, man. Let's get into it. All right, so. For this week, right? This week. This, this week exciting, this man. This week had, like, five albums that? Yeah, albums? but really three that only matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this, this, this was so exciting. Like, for us to premiere in such a, a heavy week, I think that's 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 lit. We got a lot to talk about. Um, so, for people who don't know. Refresh my memory. Yeah, yeah. So, for people who don't know, you got Kevin Gates dropped his album. We got um, we got the baby dropped okay, his yeah. album. That was the big one everybody was talking about. I did listen to that one. And then the sleeper, the sleeper that came with the right hook, Young M.A. Okay, you Young, to that? Young M.A. Did I listen? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, what what did you listen? Did, uh, what what did you hear this week? Be um, honest, I just listened to the baby. I okay. listened to that about three times. Okay. So you're an expert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert on that one. Okay. Do you want me to dig on that or? Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll dig deeply on on those three albums real quick. Okay. And um, yeah, tell tell me your your insight on the baby's album and um, do you think it's top hill or do you think the other albums are? Definitely not top hill. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Um, it's what I expected. Yeah. From the baby, <laughs> be honest. Same flow. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some hidden stuff that he had on his hidden songs that he was doing something different, but yeah. the majority of the album, same old baby, same old style. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I do appreciate him. Um, I kind of compare him to like Buster Rounds and Little Chris. I love how animated he is with mm-hmm. his lyrics. Like, I appreciate that style from him, but. Um, mm-hmm. There was no song that really stuck 
stuck out to me either. Um, I did like the intro. That was a tough intro. Um, let me go back. Because, like, again, I don't remember uh, names to the songs. Is there a song that stuck out to you? Well, when I look at the Baby's album, when, from what I heard, the first listen, I was like, oh, this shit is, this, this shit is fire. Like, I fuck with it. Sorry. The intro was the intro was lit. Sorry about that. You, you said your your Max about to have a baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so yeah, the baby's album was just um, to me it started up here. It was good. The second listen is like kind of kept decreasing, and the more I listened to it, the more I was just like, oh, this shit is not something that just that sticks with you. It resonates really. Um, the track that really stood out to me was the intro, and I like the iPhone song too. Okay, I like gospel. I think that yeah, was. Gospel. I think that might be a hit song. Um, and then my personal favorite, uh, probably heard. I just love how hard that record is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really. It's another good uh, trap record. And but I, as far as the album is, like I, you said, <laughs> I'll give them some credit because you know, outside of being like that trap star, like. You know, that style of music. He tried to get a little bit more personal with this album. I didn't know that when Suge dropped and when um, when Suge dropped and his album dropped and his his, his uh, song became number one, mm-hmm. that his dad died in the midst of all that. Right. Um, and that, that really speaks about somebody's mental toughness, especially when you have a family member that died. You're dealing with new fame. You're dealing with the stress of the industry and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you still continue to carry on. And not just dropped Baby on Baby this year. He dropped a second project the same year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just riding like, that wave. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to take anything away from him on, on that. I think he's a dope artist. And he's a great business. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's something, the hustle that these people got, like... A lot of these people that that's coming out, like the, another thing why I respect quality um, control is because they they just keep giving you stuff. You know what I mean? They're like, we're gonna flood the fucking market. They're gonna shove it in your face. Yeah, like so you can't ignore. Right, exactly. Like until this shit is over and dead and nobody fucks with it no more, we're gonna milk this cow, mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing. And I, I don't think they're wrong for that. I mean, it's not it's not an album that I will say you can listen to start to finish multiple times. But there's some gems on there. Like I like iPhone, the joint with Nicki Minaj on there. I thought that song was different. Um, I like the intro. Um, yeah, but that's it with Baby for me. Yeah. Um, I just want I want to say something else too about his business mindset. Um, I don't know if you ever seen the Baby's music videos. Mm-hmm. I think they're amazing. Yeah. His uh, creativity, how funny it is. Like it makes. You want to listen to the song more because the the video is so gravitating. Right, it's eye, it's an eye on pretty much. Yeah, promotion man, like yeah. he was he was always active and promoting himself, and I respect him for that. And his videos always been creative when he was on the come up. So yeah, North, shout out to the baby man. And um, I, just just to touch on North Carolina a little bit. North Carolina is a special state, and I say that because I, I went to school out there for three years, and I, I met a lot of good people from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, they they it's really good people. Right? Good people in North Carolina, Down man. Like uh, <laughs> I remember one one time, like me and my me and my man's like that went to school at A and T. Like most of the DMV people kind of like stuck together, like mm-hmm. or whatever. But 
Um, most of the people down there were just so nice, man. It was like, we used to think that we were about to get so jumped. Nice, we used to thought we was going to get jumped or something. <laughs> like, damn, bro, like, I just met you. Why are you dapping me up? Like, chill. Like, but, you know, but that's, it's just their culture. There's all around good people, but don't get it fucked up either. Like, they about that shit, too. Um, uh, but yeah. The females is very respectful, too. Right? Was, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. North Carolina, like I said, they, the main thing I was trying to say is that they actually support their artists. They support their shit. Like, J. Cole, I mean, J. Cole is that man down there. You know, John Wall, I remember. That's why I heard J. Cole early, too. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it was such a buzz down there, it got up to Maryland. Same thing with the baby. Yeah, pe- people were like telling me about J. Cole. I was like, nah, Kendrick's that nigga. Fuck Cole. Right. <laughs> and then, then he dropped Born Sinner. I was like, oh, shit. I guess, yeah, <laughs> he, he's that. Yeah, he's tight. But yeah, um, shout out North Carolina. That was the baby's album. Um, another album that dropped, Kevin Gates. Um, I didn't listen to it. I fuck with Gates. Gates is, Gates is that dude. He's a real he's a real dude. You know what I mean? Just, just raw. Just I like his mindset. Yeah, like I, I fuck with Gates more so as a person, person than the artist, than the artist, and right. and even though like he's made it very clear, like he's not out here about the money and shit like that. He he's more so, um, he he's he's not about the money. He's just focusing on him, on himself, being a better person for his family, being just having enough to support his family and everything is good enough. I think him, I call him a giver. Yeah, this the. Like little moves that he made. I know he goes Silently on a, too. Yeah, Silently. he goes on a IG live mm-hmm. with random people, like random fans, mm-hmm. and he'll be on there for like an hour or two hours just having a conversation. I feel like that's so dope because yeah. you took that time out of your day as an artist to like sit there two hours talk to your fan. Like he got my respect. Yeah, dope Much respect for him. Dope, dope, dope individual mm-hmm. as a person. This album, this album is okay. That's the only thing I said. It's not bad, but there's parts of the album where you lo- he kind of loses me. You lose me, and then like you, then the song kind of stands out like, oh, okay. But it sounds, his music almost sounds like they want to be radio so bad. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they want to be played on radio. Um, he has a song that's popular right now. I think it's like, um, I'm okay with being lonely or something like that. That's, that's like his hottest song on the album right now. But that's not my favorite song on the album. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I'm an actual Gates fan. I like the intro a lot. The intro was hard. Um, so do you feel like he was trying to please the audience now? Trying to get on radio? I don't know. Because like I said, him as a person, it doesn't fit that way. But his music makes it seem like he wants to be a radio artist. It sounds radio. It sounds like it wants to be pop. Like catchy. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like when you hear like, I've got two phones. You know what I mean? Like it's like it, it wants to be catchy. It wants to sit on radio all day. Um, well, I pray to God that's not the case because I just hate artists who try to make their music just to please people. I feel like yeah. that diminishes your artistic yeah. way. So he got just, to what you know. Man. Yeah, I mean, he gives you some realness too. He has a song there about his daughter that um, I know he was on Everyday Struggle and he was talking about that song. He was like, "Man, this that song made him cry like real live." Like okay. it was pretty much him talking about he wants to be a better man, but he knows he can't be that man right now, um, just because of the street shit that he's involved with, how he moves and stuff like that. Like, he's just not there yet. 
but he wishes that he can be there because you know that's his daughter and shit. So anybody that's the father, I'm sure probably could really relate to that. Yeah, relate to that track or whatever. So shout out to Gates. Um, album was top, was 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 lit, but it's not top. Gates is big homie. Shout out to Gates. Love to have you on the podcast, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then let's just get into the to the sleeper. Like I like I didn't see this shit coming at all. I can't I can't really say that because I listened to only half of it. Okay, from the first half that you listened to, what what is your take on Young and May's album? And yeah, what what do you think? <laughs> it wasn't good to me. It's sonically, it wasn't there. She got bars. Don't get me wrong, Young and May. She got bars. Question: Where did you listen to that? In your car, headphones, or just outside? headphones? Okay. And I was working. And, like I said, I went through half of it, and it wasn't hitting. I was just like, Ooh. I was, in my <laughs> mind, in my mind, I was like, I can't wait till this album's over. But like, wow. I couldn't get to it, because you called me, and then we got a conversation, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree with you, sir. We got Miss uh, America in the background disagreeing. <laughs> yeah. And I just, we, uh, earlier I just said, I'm rooting for women in hip-hop, but. This one, not it. Don't try to come back to this now. <laughs> <laughs> this one, All right. So, to me, in my opinion, this one was it. Um, <laughs> Young and May, to me, her album was better than the Baby's album, and it was better than Kevin Gates' album. When I go back, when I could think to myself, what album do I want to listen to between those three? I'm going to pick Young and May every time. Now, I will. I will say this: she does lose me uh, midway in the album. Um, and, and it's hard to make a complete cohesive album that makes you want to listen to start to finish. And not everybody's going to have the ability to do that. But from young, what Young and May did, from, that's so important, from the, from the amount of songs that she had on there in a time span, it was good. If she would have dropped this album right after her hit, Ooh, this will be in no discussion about whose t- album is top right now. Um, but the timing was off. She had to get her stuff together. She was mentally not prepared to drop an album yet. She was not ready. But Why? I'm not, I'm not. Um, so she was on The Breakfast Club, and she was talking about fame and how that song kind of just put her on another platform so quickly. Okay. It, it just took her a while to adjust. And you could tell that she was uneasy. She wasn't really comfortable talking about it that much. Um, but what she did make clear is that the fame kind of got to her. Okay. And um, and it was just a bit too much. That makes sense. Yeah, so she kind of... She's, she's an anomaly in the game. Right yeah, now. she is. Right. People fuck with her so hard. People people like her a lot. And then everything about her is kind of public. Like her, her relationships is public and that's new. So she was just like... It's, it's a bit much, you know what I mean, for, for somebody. It's definitely like, going to get a lot of attention because of who you are. Exactly, exactly. So she had to deal with that shit, and it was just like, it's just a fucking lot. So mm-hmm. she, she needed time to get herself together, get healthy again, too, because she, she lost a lot of weight and got real healthy real quick, too. Um, so she's now in a space that she could produce music. She's in a, a good relationship with a girl that she really fucked with, um, and, and the music, to me, uh, reflected that. So if we would have got a rushed um, a Young and May album after Ooh, that we probably wouldn't hear the same Young and May. Um, you made me want to listen to it again. Now that you put it that way. Good job, had you stressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, when I when I listen to it, I'm not gonna lie to you. I felt like um, 
again, she's a dope artist, dope lyricist. Yes. I feel like she's that type of rapper that could do battle rap as well if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. But that's what's separate. This is the difference between like somebody that's so bar oriented yeah. and just spit and do battle rap. Mm-hmm. Like, I just look at somebody like Cassidy who couldn't really make a good album because mm-hmm. of his style of rap. Like, it was so bar-oriented. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, to me, when I was listening to it, I was like, can she really make another hit? That's what right. I was thinking and about mine. That was the other pressure thing, too. Like, how am I going to top Ooh? Right. You know, she's like, I'm the Ooh girl. Like, that's 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 hard to overcome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I think that she did the right thing by taking her time with it and not being forced into it. And just to go off of what songs I believe is hot on the album, and if you can pull this joint up for me, um, some some of the joints. So the intro was hard. Um, she got this record on there called Big. You know I gotta fuck with it. Um, um, big shit. Um, that was hard. Then um, then to me the album kind of dropped off a little bit, and then she came back with this joint where she is called. Uh, let me see the track list. Twenty one songs. The Lifestyle, Smooth Criminal, Stubborn Ass, R&ID. Stubborn Ass brought me back a little bit, but there's a song that she has featuring in May. What's the name of that song? Yeah, R&ID. The one featuring in May, I think, is No Love. Yeah, it's No Love. So the song, the song that really brought me back was called No Love, and it's featuring M.A. And what she did was she featured herself in the song. So oh, it's, it's her featuring her. She's like, nobody's ever done that before, but it actually, you could tell the difference in her style. Kind of like how Jake, I lied. I was about to say nobody's ever done that yeah, before. Yeah, T.I., bro. T-I-T-I-P, my bad. I fixed that expeditiously, okay? J. Cole with Kill Edward. Um, uh-huh. on, on that last jump too. So she pulled that off. Um, I thought that was really dope. Um, that song really brought me back to the album. And then the car confessions jump right after that was just like, okay, I'm back. You got my attention again. Um, okay, these are songs I ain't even get to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that, that's why I understood with Chad. Like, he was halfway in and he was like, I'm good. But that's that's why we're doing this podcast, right? Because there's songs on here that you might miss that might touch you. Mm-hmm. That that might be like that genre, that like, okay, this is my shit. But I missed it because, you know, two or three songs threw me off and I'm done listening to it. You know, everybody's busy. You know, not everybody got the time to, to listen to a full album all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, me and you are passionate about it, so we're going to do it. Um, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I'm not going to be biased or close-minded. Definitely check it out. So, this brings us to the close of Top Hill segment. So, who is the Top Hill album for you right now, Mr. Visionaire? It's still Post Malone at top. Hollywood Bleeding. Top Hill of uh, this week is going to be September 3rd, 19, uh, 2019, is Miss Young M.A. Um, with... With this uh, album right here, her story. This this shit. Wait, topping over. It's 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 top right now, in my opinion. Over it's, Post Malone. It's over Post Malone's album right now, in in my opinion. Um, I want to. So many albums better than that, but okay. <laughs> I I want to go back and listen to this album because it's it's raw to me. It's 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 there's certain tracks in there that make me want to listen to it again. Um, and 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 this is the thing too. 
next week I might feel different about it. And that's cool. You know what I mean? I might go back. He's like, you know what? The Younger May died. Young, Younger May's album died on me. And, and, I'm, and I'm back on Post Malone shit. And that's that's cool. You know what I mean? This is what this podcast is about. But I feel like right now who's on top is Younger May because of um, how she came out. Her It was like a sneak attack. You know, I didn't see it coming. You know what I mean? Everybody was so pressed to hear the baby, the baby's album and shit. Even Kevin Gates over her. But after listening to it, and even from the people that I know that listen to all three, can agree. Younger Bay's album is the best of those three. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, do we got any comments? Anybody? No? Okay. Cool. Um, so that's Top Hill. Now let's get into the top shit. Top shit. Top shit. <laughs> um, what happened this week? Oh, a lot. Uh, I'll just talk on one. Um, just for the sake of time. Kanye West. Uh, I, <laughs> talk about this, man. <laughs> I mean, Con- Kanye was a dear, um, you know, place in my heart. Uh, yep, you know, when it comes to music and, and innovation and just pure futurist. Mm-hmm. But right now, you're playing with my emotions, Mr. West. The fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> you said you dropped an album last year. We, we gave you a pass on Yandi. We waited. Then you come out with these Sunday services. Fire, by the way. You know what I mean? Um, and then you're going to say that the album is going to come out on Friday. So we're thinking, oh, shit. We about to have four? We about to have four albums? Coming out this week, we got the Baby, the Younger Maid, the Kevin Gates, and Kanye. So we're like, all right, bet. Friday roll around. It ain't there. Okay. Then your wife. You had your wife. <laughs> nigga. You had your wife get on her Instagram and then tell us that we are going to see Jesus is King on Sunday. There's a few little mixes left to go and it's ready. Can so I you never respect? No, fuck that perspective. <laughs> Where's my album, Kanye? <laughs> like, I want my album. No, I think you'll agree with me on this one. Okay. It's no surprise. I'm going to tell you why. Wow. This is classic Kanye. He's done this over the course of years. And I'm going to take it all the way back to the beginning. Take it back. Remind good, me. Good-ass job. Where was that at? And he talked about that. He, he released um, advertising on good-ass job. That was supposed to be the album after graduation. Yeah. Fast-forwarding. Um, there was something... Yandy. Mm-hmm. Yanni was supposed to drop. Yanni sounds. I know it's a completely different album. I don't know what he's doing with that. I think he just threw it away. So it, it happens all the time. And then to take it back again, St. Pablo. Remember, he was saying he was going to release it this date, and then he pushed it back because he had to make tweaks to it. And remember, Chance was like, I remember, because I remember being on Twitter, Chance was like, no, you need to put this song on there. Mm-hmm. And kind of was like, all right, Chance, um, getting on me because. He want this song on here, so I'm gonna have to wait another week. It's classic Kanye. So all this stuff that's happening right now, it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise to me at all. So Kanye, he's a true Gemini. Let me just say that because yeah. this nigga got two personalities. He's bipolar. <laughs> yeah, he, he's bipolar and he's a Gemini. What the fuck? But anyway, um, shout out to the Gemini out there. I don't mean to come at y'all that hard. I'm just upset. I'm a little upset because I want to get a fan. I'm, upset as a you know fan too. I'm a fan. You know what I mean? I'm oh, a fan yeah. first of Kanye, but the thing is, yeah. How how many times can you do that and it, and it be cool? Is is this like kind of like a a tool? You know what I mean to like get us talking about it and get us 
stay like anticipation. Yeah, I mean he's a true artist too. I remember the life of Pablo when the life of Pablo came out. You know, we thought it was done, and then a week later he added a verse. Then the next week later the sound changed, and the next week later he added a whole another track. I'm like, yo. This album keeps evolving, and I thought that was dope. I thought that was a real dope concept, and I'm cool with that. Like, right, right now we live in a day and age where who gives a fuck about physical copies unless you just want to hang it on your wall somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I we, still do. Yeah, I mean that that's cool. If you want to buy an album, a hard copy, that's what you're doing it for. It's like nostalgia, really. That's it. But you're streaming your music, whether it's on your phone or whatever. Good ass job. Where was that at? He talked about that. He, he released. Um, advertising on Good Ass Job. That was supposed to be the album after graduation. Yeah. Fast forwarding. Um, there was something... Yanni. Mm-hmm. Yanni was supposed to drop. Yanni sounds... I know it's a completely different album. I don't know what he's doing with that. I think he just threw it away. So it, it happens all the time. And then to take it back again, St. Pablo. Remember, he was saying he was going to release it this date, and then he pushed it back because he had to make tweaks to it. And remember, Chance was like, I remember, because I remember being on Twitter, Chance was like, no, you need to put this song on here. Mm-hmm. And kind of was like, all right, Chance, um, getting on me because he want this song on here, so I'm going to have to wait another week. It's classic Kanye. So all this stuff that's happening right now, it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise to me at all. So. Kanye, he's a true Gemini. Let me just say that. Yeah. This nigga got two personalities. He's bipolar. <laughs> yeah, he, he's bipolar and he's a Gemini. What the fuck? But anyway, um, shout out to the Gemini out there. I don't mean to come at y'all that hard. I'm just upset. I'm a little upset because I want to get a fan. I'm upset as a know? fan too. I'm a fan. You know what I mean? I'm oh, a fan yeah. first of Kanye. But the thing is, yeah, how how many times can you do that and, it, and it'd be cool? Is, is this like kind of like a a tool you know what I mean? To like get us talking about it and get us stay like anticipation. Yeah. I mean, he's a true artist too. I remember the life of Pablo. When the life of Pablo came out, you know, we thought it was done. And then a week later, he added a verse. Then the next week right. later, the sound changed. Then the next week later, he added a whole other track. I'm like, yo, this album keeps evolving. And I thought that was dope. I thought that was a real dope concept. And I'm cool with that. Like, right, right now we live in a day and age where who gives a fuck about physical copies unless you just want to hang it on your wall somewhere, mm-hmm. but... We, I still do. Yeah, I mean, that that's cool. If you want to buy an album, a hard copy, that's what you're doing it for. It's like nostalgia, really, that's it. But you're streaming your music, whether it's on your phone or whatever. Like, that's how you listen to the music nowadays. Mm-hmm. So you can change shit very easily, um, digital. And, I, and I'm okay with that. Drop the fucking Jesus is King, Kanye. <laughs> and if you got to change it, change it next week. I don't care. I want to hear it now. But yeah, that's trend. That's top shit for me. Is that top shit for you? Yeah, yeah, that's that's about it for me, bro. Okay, top black businesses. Who do you want to highlight this week for top black business? Okay, so I read about her this morning. Okay, <laughs> her name is. Let me refresh my memory. Laquetta Brooks. Laquetta Brooks, and she's okay. from Florida, and she started this uh, business called Therapy Topia. And capitalizes on um, black mental health, of course. Okay. I feel like that's what's needed today because a lot of black, a lot of us black folks won't admit it. Like all of us are dealing with post-traumatic slave um, disorder right now. So yes. yes, every single one of us does need therapy. Um, with her, what's interesting about her, her company is um, it um, focuses more on people in the work field. Okay. 
that is stressful. Like you're really stressed on your job and you don't know what else to do. So her company mm-hmm. provides like exercises and people you can meet up with, talk about what you could do better on your job and stuff like that. And it's more targeted to black people. That's dope. Yeah, so. She's dope. Shout out to Laquetta Brooks. Where can we find her at? Does she have like an Instagram or a website or anything? Yeah. Let me pull it up. Therapytopia.com. And then she has a Facebook as well. It's spelled the same way, Therapytopia. That's dope. Now, I'm not sure if she has an Instagram. I never heard of her, but um, like you said, that's such a big. Um, yeah, she was featured part. on a uh, Black Enterprise nice. magazine, so yeah, definitely check it out if you're going through some things at your job or whatever. Right. <laughs> or even if you feel like you just you just got cut somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to, every one of us just be like, man, I just need it. Nobody will know. Right. Um, but um, I, I know people feel that way on, on the job. You know, jobs are stressful. People are stressful. You got shit going on at home. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's a lot of shit. So don't ever feel embarrassed or anything like that. If you need to go seek some some guy, so just need to air some shit out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just just do that shit. Um, for me, um, one business that I want to highlight is uh, WeBuyBlack.com um, by oh, Sharif. Yeah, I I see WeBuyBlack is literally the Black Amazon. Okay, like if people are having, uh, our people are struggling trying to find out where to find a black business or, oh, I don't know if this product is black or like just like essential stuff for your home, mm-hmm. toothbrushes, laundry detergent, clothes, watches, like whatever you, whatever you can think of, think about Amazon, right? Before you buy your shit on Amazon Prime, look, I understand it's going to get there really quick and it's, it, and it's nice. But before you buy that shit on Amazon Prime, please go to webuyblack.com first and just see if that product is on there, if something is comparable. The products on there are good. Okay. They're, they're fucking good. They're, they're, the quality is amazing. But definitely check it out. Yeah, and, and it's, just, it's a good habit to do. Like We should have a, a time that we need to support a black business at least once a week. That's the least that we can do. And, and I'm, we're not going to dive on this topic too much, but... I know this shit burns me up inside whenever I think about it, but if you go to a predominantly black neighborhood or predominantly black area, what do you see in your community? You see churches, you see liquor stores, you see nail salons, hair salons, carryouts. Who owns that shit? Think about that shit. (laughs) The Indian got the gas station. Chinese got the carryouts. Yeah, you know what I mean? The Vietnamese person got the nails and shit. Our women are dope. There's no excuse why our women should be going to these other people to make themselves look good. They know what looks good. They co- they are the culture. They know what's lit. Support your sisters. You know what I mean? And and us men, we need to do the same thing. Whatever, whatever you need to do, look at webuyblack.com first. Like I said, we're going we to get into that topic another week because we, we need more time than what we do right now. But yeah, that's my... That's, my, that's uh, a great one, man. I've, I've heard about... We- buyblack.com all the time but I never really went to check it out yeah. because I like how you pointed out like just take your time out to like compare the two like mm-hmm. it, it's going to benefit us at the end of the day exactly. I feel like black people just do it because it's convenient like go mm-hmm. to Amazon do what everybody else is doing but you're right just take the time out just to support everybody else, us 
I'm, I'm going to, we don't have the time to do it today. But don't think that you're being racist or think that this right. is not cool to do or it's, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It does fucking matter. Everybody else does it. The Vietnamese, the Korean, the Chinese, the, the Jewish, they all do it. They support themselves first and then they go out. That's facts, because I got a neighbor mm-hmm. that lives three houses down from me, mm-hmm. Indian people. Mm-hmm. They own that house, they moved their right. daughter into with her kids. Yep. <laughs> like, why we can't do that? I, I can't name too many black people that could do that, just exactly. hand off the house like that. The black dollar stays in the community for two hours. Two hours. Compared with the white dollar stays in the community six months. Before, so that means for every dollar, and then let's not get into... The, um, the Asian people, because they're amazing at it. Asian people and Jewish people, they are amazing at what they do. They keep their dollar in their house for months before it leaves their house. So, mm. us, we, we have a dollar, it's out of our pocket in two hours in somebody else's hands. When, uh, when an Asian person, when they get the dollar, it stays in their house for months before it touches anybody else's hands. And that is huge. Our dollar is so powerful and we don't utilize it. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, the movie, was a huge example on our buying power. Look, when the Black Panther movie came out, we made... ...that movie, a billion-dollar movie. Mm-hmm. That's if we take our... T- the Popeye's chicken sandwich! <laughs> <laughs> The Popeye's chicken sandwich is hot because of black Twitter. Mm-hmm. Know your power, know your worth. That's all I'm going to say about that right now. We're going to get into that more. Yeah, you hit it on the mark, bro. Um, top inspo. <laughs> <laughs> top inspo. Hmm. Why does that have to be Marlon? The Marlon show? Okay. And the Which one? Is it just, just Marlon? Because I know you have a couple of stuff out. I think it's just Marlon. It's a TV show on Netflix. Okay. And the reason why he inspired me is because on the show, he works for himself. And the concept is like, you know, he was going through stuff with, you know, his family and his wife and stuff. So Mm -hmm. now he's on his own. He can really focus on himself. Right. So he's a YouTuber. He's a big YouTuber. And he works on it every day, supporting himself and doing what he loves to do. So I feel like that relates to me, that inspires me. So I feel like I'm in the same lane as him, like just doing what makes you happy. And you can still uh, support your family and Mm -hmm. do all your priorities that you need to do. So Mm -hmm. I'll check it out. Marlon gives me that old um, 90s sitcom feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't felt like that in a long time. Mm -hmm. I think y'all should check it out. That's dope. Um, Top inspo for me um, literally just popped in my head. I had a couple other people I was thinking about, but this person is really sticking out to me more. Nick Cannon. Okay. And let me tell you why Nick Cannon um, inspires me so much. We might know him as the wildin' out guy, the drumline guy, the guy that can't make a record. It doesn't matter what you think about Nick Cannon. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nick Cannon is a dope individual, and this is why. He's multi-talented, and he is the epitome of no excuses he was on ti's podcast expeditiously um um, recently and he also had birdman come on his podcast this man is busy okay not only does he have wilding out 
He's also um, one of the hosts to The Masked Singer, um, The Masked Singer, uh, um, on that major ABC, NBC, one of the niggas. Um, he also, <laughs> he has his own podcast. He has his own radio show. He's um, doing movies right now. He has a whole parts of like Nickelodeon. He, he was part owner of Nickelodeon, dog. <laughs> like, this nigga is, he has his own brand, um, uh, Canada. He has his own headphones. He has his own uh, media outlet. He has a lot of shit. And guess what? But just put it over the edge. This nigga is a full-time student at Howard University. Why did I know that? Mm -hmm. Full-time student. He's been going there. He graduates. Wow. He graduates from Howard University with his bachelor's coming this May. Wow. wow. Not only that, he said, he said, fuck that. I'm not going to stop there. He also is in a master's and PhD program at Howard. He will be he will get his bachelor's degree in May of 2020, and he's going to get his master's and PhD by the end of 2023. Wow. He's not a human. I'm sorry. So when I, when I think about somebody like that, no fucking excuses, Mo. Yeah. And he's quiet about it. People make fun of him because they think he's corny sometimes or they think he can't rap or stuff like that. Fuck all that shit. That nigga's a G, Mo. He's respected by people in the community like T.I., like Birdman, and other people. He's true to himself. He doesn't try to be nobody that he's not. He actually does come from the hood. His his father was hood as shit. But he doesn't he's like, Why I'm gonna portray that image if that's what we were trying to get out of the whole time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So anyway, shout out to Nick Cannon, um and and just everything that he's a fucking about. He he's a fucking true inspiration to me and I'm sure to a lot of other people. That's a great pick, man. I I um even looked up to him back then. Yeah. The earlier moves, like He's always been doing it, so. Well, yeah. But the way you put it out, I'm like, I'm, it just got me wondering, like, does he sleep at all? Like, right. So, so like, when I think, I was like, dang, bro, like, we want to do this podcast. We can do that shit. Right. You know what I mean? We got, a, we got another show, too, that we're a part of. We're doing that shit.